At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 912 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Hope everyone had a great weekend. A lot of football, a lot to catch up on today, guys. But we got one more game for NFL Week 5 before we turn the page to NFL Week 6. We have a big Monday nighter, Green Bay and Las Vegas, and I got a sharp play for you. So I'm excited to break down this uh, this uh, final game of Week 5 tonight. And then we're going to look toward NFL Week 6. There's already two games that I'm seeing some really sharp line movement on. One in particular, I think we should bet right now because this line is moving as we speak. I don't want to miss this key number. And then, going to finish up with some NHL talk. If you guys didn't know, the NHL season resumes, or starts, I should say, tomorrow. So there's three games overall. We'll be grinding NHL every single day. Uh, so I know, of course, uh, you know I'm off Tuesday, Wednesdays because I work on the weekend. So I'll see you guys back on Thursday, which we will be uh, betting NHL every single night. A few plays every night if you've never done an NHL season with me. Uh, just get ready because I'm a big hockey guy. I'm a big Bruins fan, by the way. Uh, so I'm excited to get hockey back onto our uh, daily menu. And to celebrate the return of the NHL, I have four NHL win totals for you. I was breaking down some uh, some bets and dollars, some line movement, as well as some percentages, and I was comparing. I'll give you my full uh, kind of uh, model when we get to the second half of the pod. We do the win totals, but I'm looking at, number one, the athletic. The athletic, I think, is one of the the premier sites for NHL projections. So I was looking at their projected win totals, or sorry, their projected points totals compared to what the market is showing and looking for some big discrepancies. And I found a few, including two teams you may be a little bit surprised about. So I always like having futures in pocket, just gives you a rooting interest throughout the year. And then, of course, NBA does return shortly, uh, which um, we will have some NBA uh, win totals as well, or futures bets uh, to get down. And also remind you, I got a couple of bets on the Calder and the Hart. For the NHL. So we're going to use today's pod, of course, to break down this big NFL game tonight. Look at a couple upcoming for this weekend. Some NHL talk win totals. Uh, and I'm excited to do it all with you today on episode 912 of the Market Insights pod. 
Now, the last time we talked, guys, I had some good winners since Friday. Friday night, how about the Nebraska Cornhuskers coming up absolutely massive for the team. Remember, sharp line move, plus three and a half down to three. Uh, they were checking off quite a few boxes. Contrarian, I think they are getting maybe a slight share of bets, but uh, more money, conference dog total angle. Uh, we had that late movement in our favor, and they ended up winning outright. So Friday was a nice little 1-0 with the Cornhuskers. Uh, Saturday, had a good college day uh, for college football. Oklahoma, how about those Sooners getting it done for the team in the Red River rivalry? Remember, they were as high as plus 7 all the way down to 5.5. And, uh, and they were super contrarian with a reverse line move. Dog who can score, conference dog. They end up winning outright. Uh, UCLA, pour another one out for the unranked home fave versus ranked opponent. And I was actually... Uh, sad to see, unfortunately, there's no matches this week, but UCLA came up huge again. That one was a brutal one because they got picked off in the end zone. They kept making mistakes, but luckily cashed in the end. And then Texas Tech was a nice dog-to-fave winner. Uh, Mizzou let us down. Actually, a terrible interception, pick six at the end. They were covering and then blew it in the final minute. And then Texas A&M, they, uh, they, uh, I don't know, they thought they gave me a, a chance to win that game or gave us a chance, and then second half didn't really score any points. So 3-2 and two in college. UFC was 0-1, couldn't get De La Rosa. She let us down, and I was annoyed because Kutalaba against Linz got canceled. There's a, a medical issue with Linz, so 0-1 in the UFC. And then Sunday in the NFL, 3-3. Had some good winners there with the Saints. I told you my Patriots are in trouble. More on them later, uh, but that was a good sharp move to the Saints, plus 2.5 to plus 1.5. Uh, they rolled 34-0. San Francisco uh, wasn't the sharpest play in the world, but the value price it's almost like getting the Dodgers minus 120 on the money line at home. The Niners roll uh, for us on the money line. And then why we always money line short favorites. The Atlanta Falcons, guys, uh, they ended up winning the game by two. You lay a two and a half, you lose. You go money line, you walk off with a winner there from their kicker uh, at the very end. So nice hit there with Atlanta. Now the ones that were losses that were really frustrating, one was Tennessee, dog to fave line move, and you had Richardson hurt. They just couldn't put up any offense, so they let us down against the Colts. Denver was really frustrating because uh, they had a lead and they gave a bunch of points late and actually had a chance late to come back. Uh, and uh, Russell Wilson blew it for us in that spot. Then the Arizona Cardinals, they had a lead at halftime and ended up getting blown out in the second half. So 3-3 three and three for NFL bets. But either way, guys, we're grinding, as we always do, and we're turning the page here, uh, finishing up NFL Week 5, and then, of course, looking ahead toward Week 6, a couple early bets, NHL win totals. That's what we'll be talking about on today's pod. So with that being said, before we dive into all of our sweats for today, guys, housekeeping as always. If you haven't done it yet, go sign up for the newsletter. It's very easy, very simple. It's free, by the way. It costs you nothing. All you got to do is go to vsan.com slash newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit, and then you're going to be on our listserv, which means every morning moving forward, you're going to get that VEASAN daily newsletter letting you know everything that's going on in the betting market on a daily basis. When you're making your coffee, waking up in the morning, we're just going to set the table for you. What are the big games on tap for today? What are the um, you know lines and uh, and line moves and sharp plays that you need to know about? Our team of analysts, what are they focused on? Links to all of our podcasts, promos for legal sports books, all included in the daily newsletter. Uh, so sign up vison.com slash newsletter. Then of course, if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, we would love for you to become a Vison All Access Pro subscriber. Once you become a member at Vison, you're going to get everything we offer, everything behind the paywall, a live stream of all the Vison shows, all the best bet picks sent to your inbox as well as uh, those uh, DraftKings betting percentages and all of our betting guides as well. We have our NBA betting guide uh, that just came out, which is uh, really great looking at a bunch of win totals, futures, and projections. So you can sign up uh, and get all the articles behind the paywall as well, uh, vsan.com slash subscribe. Then lastly, get on Twitter. 
Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where we stay plugged into a real-time market, constantly moving, changing, and evolving. We need to be the first to know, not the last, about things that could affect our bet. So breaking news, breaking injuries, following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community, you guys know the, the drill. Twitter's great for getting news first and then at least giving yourself the option to act upon it before the odds makers adjust the number. So make sure you follow at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at VEASAN.com. So with that being said, uh, as we uh, finish up here NFL Week 5, let's look toward Monday Night Football. I got a play for you tonight, guys, uh, on Monday Night Football. So big matchup here between the Green Bay Packers and the Vegas Raiders. So going into this matchup, by the way, tonight, 8.15 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. Uh, Packers, 2-2. Two and two. However, they just got rolled by the Lions, 34-20 to 20 last week. Did not cover as a 2.5-point home dog. Happy about that because we had the Lions in that spot. Uh, meanwhile, the Raiders, 1-3. and three. They won their season opener but have since lost three straight. They just fell to the Chargers, 24-17 last week. Did not cover as a 5.5-point road dog. So what have we seen across the market here? Well, this thing has really been all over the place. So I think it's uh, another test case of, you know, not overreacting to one move or another, but letting the dust settle and letting that final late money kind of indicate where the smart money's leaning. So what do I mean what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean is that early on, you know, it looked like there was a lot of Green Bay money here. You had Vegas open as a very short like one point home favorite, and then early in the week we saw this line flip all the way to Green Bay minus two and a half. But since that time, I want to say starting maybe Wednesday, a flood of buyback on Vegas. So when Vegas was plus two and a half, then you started to see the line fall to two, one and a half, one. It hopped the fence. Vegas became a favorite. And now Vegas is minus two, minus two and a half. And what I love uh, about this Vegas play is that, uh, hint, hint, I money line Vegas earlier today on the Morning Bets pod and follow the money with Mitch and Pauly at minus 125. They were minus two across the market. Now I'm seeing some books up to minus two and a half. So continued movement in favor of Vegas, which you love to see. So what's most important to me is that, you know, early it looked like Green Bay. But again, remember, those early moves, yes, they're meaningful, but they take place when the limits are low, when the oddsmakers only allow bettors to bet, you know, a small, certain, you know, predetermined amount of money because the oddsmakers, they don't want to get hit. They don't want to get caught with their pants down, you know, letting people bet millions of dollars on an early spread that might be a little out of whack. They want to protect themselves. Uh, they want to let the Sharps mold the line throughout the week to its strongest number. They want to get a uh, more accurate injury report, and they want to get a feel for, okay, here's where the sharp side is, here's where the public's at. Then later in the week they'll raise their limits and let people bet more money once they feel like they have a grasp on the game. So basically what I'm getting at here is this late money is all flooding to Vegas, which is always a good sign. Now this did kind of coincidentally happen when Jimmy Garoppolo was upgraded to probable. Laugh all you want. Tell me Jimmy G's terrible. He's still a winner, I would say. Uh, but he's much better than Aiden O'Connell. He's better than Brian Hoyer. So Jimmy G did clear concussion protocol, which is partly why we saw this line go back to the Raiders. Now, I'm not just betting the Raiders because Jimmy G's playing and because the late move is in their favor. I'm also betting the Raiders tonight on the money line. Again, get a minus 125. It's probably you're seeing some books close to minus 130 now, minus 135. But I'm also betting the Raiders because this is a classic fade the trendy dog play. Uh, you guys know the drill. Trendy dogs, they become popular. They become trendy. We want to bet against them. The public is predispositioned to wanting to bet favorites because if you're going to put your hard-earned money down on a game, you know psychologically you feel safer by backing the better team, the team that's supposed to win, the team with the better uh, star players. Uh, but remember, because the public loves betting favorites, it's very rare they load up on a dog. So when they do, 
Again, those are the dogs we want to bet against. Now, fully admit, uh, the public dog with the Jets got me yesterday. Uh, but I would also say we got um, we beat the public dog there with the Atlanta Falcons. Now, the Falcons, again, did not cover laying two and a half. You would have lost that game. So what do we always do with these short favorites? Money line short favorites. I was mentioning it to Mitch and Pauly, and Pauly was right there with me. He's like, yeah, why don't more people money line short favorites? I don't get it. Sometimes I think it, it, it makes you – you don't really see it or realize it until you lose on a spread. Like, for example, if you had – you know, Atlanta minus two and a half yesterday and they win the game by two, you're going to be, you're going to get stung by that. And you're going to finally learn, okay, I'm never going to let that happen again. I'm never going to do that again. I'll pay a little more juice uh, just for the protection of knowing that I just have to win the game. So this is a money line play for me on Vegas minus 125 minus 130 because green Bay is the public play. Green Bay Packers are getting 65% of bets across the market. Um, so this is a play where I want to bet against, uh, all the drunk people at the bar, all all the average Joes. And I would say uh, the public had a good day yesterday. I think the top seven most lopsided sides getting like 70% of bets or more, I think they went 6-1. and one. So that doesn't happen very often. Give the public their due. They had all the obvious, don't even think about it, you know, lay it with the Chiefs, lay it with the, uh, the Bengals, lay it with San Fran, uh, you know, take the points with the Jets, take the points with Houston, you know, Miami, all the obvious plays cashed, and that isn't typically what happens. So I think the public is saying, man, easy play. Wrong team is favored. Don't we talk about it all, all the time? You go on Twitter, yeah, the wrong team is favored. The Green Bay Packers are much better than the Raiders. The wrong team is favored. No, 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 no. Always the right team is favored based upon the projections uh, and the lines set by the odds makers. But I think that makes the public fat and happy, saying this sports betting thing is pretty easy. But little do they know, it's not very easy. It's pretty hard. Uh, so to me, it sets up for a nice little, you know, clawback by the house, by the, uh, by the books, with the public loading up again on a trendy dog with Green Bay. Uh, another factors or a couple other factors here at play. Brad Allen, nothing crazy, but he's been a really good home ref historically, 55% against the spread. Uh, you do have a low bets, higher dollars bet split with Vegas. They're only giving, getting 35% bets, but a little more than 40% of the money. Nothing crazy, but that would be a low bets, higher dollar bet split. And then also. I think one advantage here that Vegas hopefully will exploit, hopefully McDaniels is smart enough to know this, um, is the running game here. The Vegas running game against the Green Bay porous rush D. Green Bay is giving up 155 yards a game on the ground. That's, I think, second worst in the NFL behind only the Denver Broncos. And Vegas likes to run the ball, Josh Jacobs. So if you can control the game, run the ball, control the clock, that's an advantage here to Vegas. Uh, also, obviously, Devontae Adams in a revenge game here. I don't put a ton into that. Although Hackett did get his revenge against Russell Wilson and uh, Sean Payton yesterday, so maybe there's an extra motivation. And then also just a desperate system, a desperate mo- a desperate spot, I should say, for Vegas. They're 1-3. You can't go down 1-4. and four. Uh, That's when you really get in trouble here. So are, are you going to see the best out of Vegas in a desperation spot uh, against a Green Bay team that's been porous on defense? I'm hoping that you do. Again, the market is moving toward Vegas. But the easy cap here, guys, is fading a trendy dog. Green Bay is getting 65%. I want to bet against them. So I'm going Raiders on the money line. Again, got minus 125. I love the fact that from this morning to now, some books are moving further toward Vegas, uh, as well as a, uh, again, classic contrarian favorite, heavily bet primetime game. So I'm on the Raiders money line. Now, I did lean a little to the over. I didn't play it. I just felt like I wasn't getting the best of the number anymore. It opened as low as 43.5. It's up to 45, 45.5. Um, both teams are giving up about 25 points a game. Tickets are split down the middle, 50-50, yet the line is rising. So if you tell me you like the over, I'm not going to argue with you. 
Um, but for me, I'm just sticking with my money line play here on Vegas. Fade the trendy dog. Let's go, Jimmy G. Win the damn game on the money line. Minus 125, now minus 130. So there you have it, guys. Just broke down our one sweat here for tonight. I do know there's some uh, postseason baseball going on right now. I just don't see much on either game. I was looking at maybe the under in the Dodgers game, under 8.5, but now it's down to 8. Um, and I was looking at maybe Atlanta. They had a move here, but just didn't see anything strong enough either way. So I'm not touching baseball uh, today. But when I come back on Thursday, maybe we'll have a bet in MLB. Uh, but we're going to take a very, very short break here, guys. Just broke down our Monday Night Football matchup for tonight, but I got more to get to. I got two bets in the NFL for Week 6, already seeing sharp line movement, including a couple bets that I'm putting in right now. And then going to talk some hockey. Where are my puckheads at? Uh, puckheads unite. Hockey returns tomorrow. Hallelujah. you love to see it. I have four NHL point totals to share with you uh, to get a couple futures in our pocket that we can root for throughout the year. Some data-driven futures bets using the athletic and the betting market. So don't go anywhere. Going to finish up strong in episode 912 of the VEASAN Market Insights Pod with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Are you switching over to YouTube TV this fall to get NFL Sunday ticket? Well, guess what? If you are, that also means you can now watch VEASAN. 
VEASAN has a 24-7 channel on YouTube TV as part of the sports package. So if you're switching over to YouTube TV this fall, make sure you also check out VEASAN, the sports betting network. All right, everyone, we are back at it on a Monday, episode 912. Uh, just started the pod uh, talking about our NFL Monday Night Football matchup here for tonight. I'm fading a trendy dog, betting against Green Bay. They're getting 65% of bets yet. The line's moving to Vegas, so give me Vegas here on the money line, minus 125, minus 130. Uh, but now let's look toward NFL Week 6, because I think when you get into the groove of betting the NFL week to week, it's always turning the page, You know, learning what you can from your wins and losses, uh, you know, moving with the market, but also kind of watching the evolution of a line as soon as it opens throughout the week. And I think, you know, it's always tough. A lot of new bettors, uh, you know, they have a lot to learn. Obviously, it's difficult to bet for the first time and learn all these things at once. It takes a lot of experience. But a lot of new bettors will always ask me, like, when should I place my bet? And there's no real answer for that. I kind of say, you know, on the on the one hand, the pros are betting these lines immediately because they already have their projections set up. And as soon as these lines drop, they see a discrepancy play, they'll hit it. But, of course, the people asking me these questions aren't pros. So my other answer would be, you're either going to bet these games early and throughout the week when you feel like you identify a sharp game and you want to jump on a line or a key number before it moves, or you wait until pretty much really late, you know, game day, Sunday, look for late movement and go with those late moves because those late moves are meaningful because that's when the limits are raised and the big bets come in. So it's all about either trying to pick off good numbers throughout the week or waiting late uh, when all the dust is settled and you feel like you have a you know 30,000-foot view of the game. So that being said, I got a couple plays here that I'm grabbing right now, guys. <clears throat> the first one, going with the Chicago Bears, baby. Da Bears. Uh, give me the Bears for Dick Buckus, RIP, uh, and Chris Farley, RIP. But I like the, the Bears in this spot. It's a 1 o'clock game on Sunday. They're they're hosting Minnesota. A couple reasons to like the Bears. Number one, start with the line movement. Immediate move and adjustment towards Chicago. This game opened Minnesota laying 4.5 on the road. Now this line is down to 3. And I was actually talking to Mitch and Pauly this morning, and I was like, hey, let's hold off. Maybe there's an adjustment. Maybe there's buyback. I want to get a hook on Chicago, three and a half. Well, now that I look more at this game, guys, I don't think you're going to get the hook. I think this thing might be going down to two and a half. So with that being said, I'm jumping on the plus three for Chicago right now. Now, aside from the line move toward the Bears, Da Bears, uh, also they have a pretty good bet split. They're only getting 36% of early bets, but 63% of the money. It's only a third of tickets, but two-thirds of the, of the dollars, telling me those bigger, sharper wagers are on the Bears. Also, the Bears have a rest advantage. Remember, they cashed bigly for us, uh, or they cashed the over, I should say, at least. Maybe you had the Bears as well. That was a lean for us. Uh, but they beat Washington 40-20 to on Thursday Night Football. Uh, now they are rested, having not played since Thursday, where Minnesota played a tough game against the Chiefs yesterday on Sunday. So you have a rest-versus-tired angle. Maybe the Bears are coming with uh, coming into this game with a little bit of momentum, a little bit of confidence after getting their first win. Also some system matches here. Divisional dogs, uh, they're 14-10 and 10 ATS this year, 58%. They're 57% ATS since 2020. Conference dogs getting six or less, they're 58% ATS since 2019. So a couple angles there with the divisional matchup. And then also Kirk Cousins. He has not been good as a favorite, just 34-38 and 38 ATS, 47%. And just 13 and 17 ATS as a divisional favorite, 43%. And if you're watching that game um, yesterday, you saw how many times they referenced the fact that the Vikings were 11 and 0 in one-score games last year. This year, I think they're what 0 and 4, 0 and 5. I don't even know what they are. 1 and 4. Uh, but 
I think that regression maybe rears its ugly head all year. Just you would always win those one-score games last year. It's just not happening this year. The regression is really hitting the Vikes hard. So uh, I'm going with Chicago, guys. Good sharp line move, rest advantage, uh, good bet split, system matches. And, again, I wanted the hook on the 3.5. I don't think that's happening. All these plus threes for Chicago are juiced up plus 3, minus 115. We may be getting down to 2.5 before you know it. Uh, so I'm taking the plus 3 right now with Dub Bears. Uh, one more bet for you. Uh, near and dear to my heart, but I can tell you one thing, guys. The Patriots are done. D-U-N, done. Belichick has lost this locker room. They have a ton of injuries to star players. Mac Jones is t- is terrible. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but the year of Judge and Patricia, uh, they actually scored like eight points more a game with those idiots calling offensive plays versus what the Pats are right now. So I can just tell you from being in Boston, from watching this team, from watching Belichick's press conference, um, which he just seemed really down. Like, usually he's just a jerk to the media. He was just mumbling. Like, he was defeated. He said, we got to start from square one. We got to start over. He's got no one to blame but himself. Why you pushed out Tom Brady out the door when he still had good football left? Uh, I'll never, ever let go of that. Um, also, um, giving up on Jacoby Myers, who was great. You had to bring in Juju. You think Juju's better than Jacoby Myers? Absolutely not. Jacoby Myers tearing it up. Uh, we'll get to him in a second because the Patriots are playing Vegas this week. Hint, hint, I'm taking Vegas. Uh, and then making just stupid moves in the draft. Robert Kraft, spending no money. I'm sick of Kraft getting let off the hook. You look at the cash spending for the Patriots, they are uh, either 31st or 28th or their bottom, very bottom of the league in cash spending. They will not pay for good players. So when you think you're better than everyone, when you think you're smarter than everyone, you can't draft, you make terrible trades, terrible free agent signings, and you don't spend money, you're, you're reaping what you sow right now. And I'll just say Mac Jones, I think he's done. And it's not totally his fault. The offensive line's been terrible. I'm giving you guys, if you don't know, this is like what everyone is talking about in New England right now, where I am. Uh, So anyway, with all that being said, as the tank for Caleb is on, I can't believe we'd ever say that in New England. Um, But I'm going Vegas Raiders. Patriots are traveling to Vegas uh, for a 4 o'clock game next Sunday, and we automatically have seen a big adjustment toward the Raiders. The Raiders opened like a pick minus one, very short number. And they haven't even played tonight, and they're on a short week, yet we've already seen Vegas get steamed up to minus three. Now, when I was doing follow the money this morning, Vegas was at minus two and a half, so even further movement toward the Vegas Raiders. And here's an incredible stat for you. Mac Jones, again, this guy, I think he's broken. I, th- I honestly think they broke Mac Jones. Um, but he is 3-12 and 12 against the spread as a dog in his career, 20%. But he's actually decent as a dog in his rookie year. Uh, over the past two seasons as a dog, Mac Jones is 0-10 ATS. 10 games he's been a dog. They have failed to cover in all 10 games. So I jumped on the money line this morning when I was doing follow the money. Uh, I think I got him at like minus 145. Now you're looking around minus 155. I'm taking Vegas. I just think this Pats team is done. And worst of all, you know, the first couple games against Miami and against the Eagles, obviously they were outclassed, but they still fought hard and they, they made it competitive. Last two games they've been outscored 72-3. to I think this team is quitting on their coach because they know they stink and they know they have no talent. And, again, I'm sick of waiting for Belichick to get the record. I don't think he's going to get it. If Kraft has any balls, he's going to get rid of Belichick, maybe during the year or at the end of the year. And, again, you think I'm being harsh on Belichick? He's given me so many great memories, uh, the most winning I've ever seen in my life as a Patriots fan or a fan of any Boston team. Um, But Belichick has no one to blame but himself. And if you look at Belichick's record pre-Brady and post-Brady, he's a losing coach. He's a great defensive mind. Totally give him that. Uh, but his arrogance has caught up to him. Uh, and I think this is the year where 
uh, it's all going to come crashing down on New England. So this is this is not I'm not a Patriots hater. This is me as a Patriots fan telling you the the outlook on this team right now. Um, so anyway, and by the way, Belichick versus Brady. When Brady left and went to Tampa, that debate was still a debate, 50-50. You had people calling to talk radio, say it was more Belichick. Some would call in and say more Brady. It is very clear, guys. It was 90% Brady, 10% Bill. Uh, so I am just annoyed and frustrated, even though, ironically, I cashed with the Saints yesterday. Uh, and it was funny. My my wife came in. i got to, again, get used to calling her my wife as we got married back on July 30th this summer. But uh, she's like, she looked at the score, and she's like, oh, my God, they're down 34 nothing." And she was like, why are you smiling? Why are you still watching this game? And I was like, well, I got the Saints. So I'm like, hey, I'm now um, actively hate watching the Patriots just because I think Belichick deserves everything that's happening right now. And Robert Kraft, too, uh, by letting uh, letting Brady go. Anyway, give me the Saints. Or sorry, give me the uh, give me the Vegas Raiders on the money line. Now we're on minus 155 against the Patriots this upcoming Sunday. Now to the fun part of the pod. We got NHL coming back, baby. That's right. Hockey returns tomorrow. We have three games on tap. Uh, I'm going to wait to make some game full game bets uh, until Thursday when we come back on the pod. So first couple days, I'm going to you know kind of take a slow approach here. But I like having some win totals in pocket. Or in hockey, we call it the point totals. We get two points for a win, um, one point for a shootout loss, uh, no points for a loss in general. So um, with that being said, uh, I like having, again, some futures in pocket. It gives you a rooting interest throughout the year. So I will tell you right off the bat, I have two big futures bets on the player awards. You might have heard me say it before, but I'm on Connor McDavid to win the heart, the MVP. He's got a great bet split. Guy's incredible. You're getting him at minus 105, pretty much even money. Uh, I, that is a line that I cannot pass up. So I'm on, I'm on McV- McDavid for MVP at minus 105. And I'm also on Connor Bedard for Rookie of the Year, the Calder Trophy. Another great bet split, and he's got better odds than anyone. And, again, this could, kid could be the next generational talent. Crosby, McDavid, now Bedard. Bedad. Uh, but he, I got him at minus 120. There's some books like minus 140. So uh, those are my futures bets. I just feel like these are good numbers. They're only going to rise and get more expensive throughout the year. Now, over to some point totals, over-unders. So I'll give you my breakdown and my model and how I came up with this, and then I'll give you the four bets that I have in pocket. So the first thing I did was I went to The Athletic. Uh, I'm a member of The Athletic. I'm not paid to promote The Athletic. I'm not saying this. I make no money off of this. I just am a fan of The Athletic coverage. I think they're pretty good at what they do. They lean a lot on analytics. And I was reading a lot of their season previews and their projections, their point projections. And I've been doing this for a few years now. I remember last year, guys, if you did the point totals with us, I want to say we went 3-1, and 4-1. and one. So they've been pretty accurate historically. So what I like to do is compare their projections with the betting market and kind of look for big discrepancies where maybe, you know, per, you know, the athletic has a team, you know, having a hundred points and the over under is 95 and a half. Boom. Take the over. Um, I'm also going to shop around. I think it's so key here. Cause I'm going to give you some numbers where one book might be um, a half point more or less or a full point more or less. So have those multiple outs, shop around, get the best number. Um, it's so critical no matter what you do because it could end up being a win or a loss based on a half point. So with that being said, here are my four uh, win total or what I should call point total um, projections or in-pocket bets here for this NHL season. First one, going with the New York Rangers. Where are my guys? Where's my guy Charlie C. on Twitter? Charlie, how you doing, buddy? I always appreciate the support, but Charlie's a big Rangers guy. I'm going Rangers over 
102.5 points, 102.5 points. Um, now, what I like about this play is, and again, shop around because some books have different numbers, but 102.5. The Athletic has the Rangers finishing with 105.2 points. So that is a discrepancy of 2.7. So if the Rangers over-under is 102.5 and the Athletic's got them 105.2, there's an actionable edge there to take the Rangers over. Now, the Rangers had 107 points last year. And what I like about the Rangers is their goaltending. Uh, Shesterkin's great. They're deep in terms of their forward lines. Um, I think they bought, brought in Blake Wheeler as well. They have a good defense. Uh, they've always been good at home. Uh, so this is a team that I'm pretty high on, and I don't see much of a difference between last year and this year. If anything, maybe they're better this year, and they had 107 last year. So the Athletics got it 105.2. We have a 102.5 over-under. Give me the Rangers over 102.5 points this NHL season. Next one for you. I'm going Nashville Predators, Smashville, over 86.5 points. Now, the 86.5 is juiced up minus 120, so oddsmakers telling us there's some liability to take the over. The Athletic has the Nashville Preds at 89.1 points, so that is a plus 2.6 point differential. Uh, the Nashville Predators had 92 points last year, and what changed from last year to this year? Well, they did bring in Ryan O'Reilly, good veteran uh, leader. Uh, they traded away Johansson. Um, but they still have UC Saros, and this is the thing about a hockey team. You want to be strong down the middle, center, defense, goalie. So O'Reilly uh, adding to that team uh, as a top-line center. UC Saros in goal, who's been great for many years at this point. Roman Yossi, one of the best defensemen in hockey. You still have McDonough, Tyson Berry. So, again, 86.5 is the over-under. Athletic has an 89.1. That's a 2.6% or 2.6-point discrepancy. I'm going Smashville, over 86.5 points. Next one, Winnipeg Jets. Let's go Jets, baby. Uh, Jets over 91.5 points. That's juiced up minus 125 at one of the books I was looking at. The Athletic, this is the biggest edge of all, guys. The Athletic has 96 points for the Winnipeg Jets. So that is a uh, plus 4.5 point discrepancy. Again, over 91.5, Athletic has 96. So taking the over here. They had 95 points last year. Um, they traded away. Who was the big guy they traded away? Um, I know they picked up. Oh, it was uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois to the Kings. And they got a bunch of guys in return. Uh, Iaflalo, I think it was another forward they got. I think they're deeper this year. I uh, still have Shifley. You still have, o you still have Connor. Uh, you still have a pretty good decor. And you have Hellebuck in goal, who's a pretty good goalie. So I think they might actually might be better this year than last year. They had 95 last year. They just got to get us 92 this year. So, again, over 91.5. Athletics got 96. Give me the Jets over 91.5. And, and then near and dear to my heart, uh, you can't accuse me of, yeah, you're a homa. You're just, you're just betting your favorite team. You're a homa. Uh, no, I've learned over the years that you can't be a homer if you want to be a winning sports better because you know who, who my favorite team is, whoever cashes a bet for me. Uh, but I'm a Bruins fan. I think you have an opportunity to buy low on the Bruins this year. Give me the Bruins over 100.5 points. 100.5. They need 101 points. Now, shop around because I saw another book at 101.5, uh, but the book that I had access to had 100.5. Uh, the Athletic has a 103.4 projection for Boston. That is a plus 2.9 points um, discrepancy. Now, the Bruins had 135 points last year, set the record only to – uh, rip my heart out and dance to the beat and break my my heart in the in the uh, postseason. They sold out and then had a loss in seven games uh, to Florida. Ended up looking not that bad as Florida made it to the finals. 
But I think number one, this is a buy low spot on the Bruins. Everything you're hearing is no Bergeron, no no David Krejci. They made a bunch of trades. They're banking on a lot of young kids. You know, it's they're gonna have, they're gonna take a step back. Now, I admit they're gonna take a step back. I don't expect them to score. You know, finish with 135 points again this year. It's unlikely. But I think it's a buy low spot. They still have great goalies uh, with Olmark and with Jeremy Swayman. They have a great defense led by McAvoy and Hampus Lindholm, and they still have you know Pasternak and Marchand. And I'll give you a name of a player, guys, to keep an eye out for. Matthew Patra. I thought it was Poitras. It's Patra. This kid is a 19-year-old. He made the team out of camp. Uh, he might start on the second line or third line, and he has been uh, a shot in the arm here. So they're a deep team. They play, they play really good team defense. Um, again, with good goalies, I think they're going to be in every game. Maybe their offense takes a small hit, but I still project the Bruins to make the postseason uh, and to score more than uh, finish with more than 100 points this year. So I'm on the Bruins over. 100.5 points. So my four win totals, my four point totals, keep calling them win totals. Again, shop around, make sure you get the best number. But Rangers over 102.5, Nashville over 86.5, Jets over 91.5, and Bruins over 100.5. See if we can get three out of four of those plays. And again, rooting interest all year. We'll have these in pocket. We'll monitor them all year long. And again, add that with uh, Connor McDavid winning the MVP and Connor Bedard winning the Calder. That's what I'm holding in pocket for this NHL season. There we got. There we have it, guys. Another pod here in the books. Uh, reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights pod, maybe you've learned something. Maybe it's helped you become a sharper better. Uh, maybe you've taken more of a contrarian angle. You're looking at betting percentages, line moves, system matches. You're fading trendy dogs. You're going dog to fave. You're money lining short favorites. Whatever the case may be, if, has the pod helped you along in your sports betting journey at all? I hope it has. I'm pretty confident that it has, whether it's morning bets or market insights or the sharp reports that I write or the style of betting. Again, trying to put your bias at the door and really lean on what the market is telling you. Uh, if that at all has helped you along in your journey and you want to let me know that you appreciate the hard work that I put in grinding in the arena every day, uh, then go go make my day. Go buy my book. Go buy a copy of the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Just go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Let's get everything I've learned in the industry uh, how lines move, uh, how and why they move, uh, looking at line movement, betting system matches, how to go contrarian, how to place a bet in person or online, how to identify sharp action, bankroll management, uh, all this, all the important factors you need to know to become a data-driven better. It's all in my book. So buy a copy for you or for a friend. Uh, and next time I see it at the book, I'll sign it for you and buy you a beer. It would mean a lot to me, guys. If you already bought one, sincerely, thank you so much. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata, in Atlantic City, Twin River, in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun, down in Connecticut, at the Encore in Boston, in my neck of the woods, Plain Ridge Park Casino, MGM Springfield, out in New York, breaking hail records every month in the Empire State, or out in the desert, where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point, or Stadium Swim, Sweat and Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa, uh, getting a victory burger at the end of the night, the Mandalay Bay, the Superbook, wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. You're going to show me some nice tickets since Friday. Show me a Nebraska Friday Night Lights plus three and a half ticket. Show me an Oklahoma Red River Rivalry ticket. A UCLA Fade the Trendy Dog ticket. Unranked home fave ranked opponent. Show me a Texas Tech ticket. Show me a Saints ticket. Atlanta Falcons ticket. San Francisco 49ers ticket. Whatever you do, just do not show me a Denver Broncos ticket. That one was disgusting. Uh, but anyway, guys, first one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. Sweat Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. So wish you the best of luck, everyone. Have a great Monday. Enjoy Monday Night Football. Let's go Raiders. 
Reminder, I am off Tuesday, Wednesday, but my buddy Ben Wilson will have you covered for morning bets. So we'll be back at it on Thursday, and it's a big number. Back on Thursday, Kansas City's at home against Denver. KC is laying 10.5. I did notice the total fell. That was 51 uh, 51 and a half down to 49 and a half. So looks like it might be some under money on that Denver KC game. Uh, but I'll see you guys back on Thursday. Enjoy the sweats. My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we are playing a long game. If we can consistently bypass the games that don't check off all the boxes and get down on the games that do, Games that are simultaneously against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some CLV. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Welcome back, NHL. Uh, I'll see you guys back on Thursday. Good luck and have a great night. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.